0: Countdown for blastoff X minus 5 Minus 4 Minus 3 Minus 2 X minus 1 Fire! From the far horizons of the unknown Come tales of new dimensions in time and space These are stories of the future Adventures in which you'll live in a million could be years on a thousand would be worlds. The National Broadcasting Company presents X X, 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 minus one. Tonight's story, The Man in the Moon. Attention, attention, this is the Federal Bureau of Missing Persons calling all local agencies. Attention, this is the coded report nationwide. Missing since 9 o'clock this morning the following persons. Smigley, Jonathan, 5 feet 8 inches tall, brown hair, brown eyes, mastoid scar behind right ear, last seen wearing blue top coat and tan cap, Hello? Wanted by Los Angeles. Hello. Hello, get off this wavelength. Hello, this is Earth. a restricted band. Hello. Hello, Earth. Oh, uh, whoever you are, you're on a Hello, coded wavelength. Earth. Tune out. This frequency is reserved Hello. for the Federal Bureau of Missing Persons. Hello, Earth. This is the moon calling Earth. Hello, Earth. Guy, it's loony. This is Jake in transmission. Jake, this is Charlie of the code room. Some crackpot is on our frequency. Yeah, I heard him, Charlie. I've got CQ trying to trace the source now. We should have a triangulation any second. Well, hurry it up, will you? Some hammer's in for a good stiff find by the FCC. Yeah, they ought to take his license away. Oh, here comes Lenny with a directional fix. Right. Thanks, Lenny. Hey. Hey, what's this? This is impossible. What's going on down there? How about it? Get that ham out of my killer cycle. Oh, listen, Charlie, unless this is a gag, that interference is being beamed from 240,000 miles away. Oh, now, Jake, you know there ain't no such thing as 240,000 miles away. Yes, there is, Charlie, straight up. Oh, now, wait a minute. Charlie, that signal is coming from the moon. Are you know, Oh, somebody might be bouncing it like a radar signal. Radar? On this frequency? Where'd you study basic radio? Now, listen, flathead, you asked for a fix. I gave it the best fix our instruments can find. Take it or leave it. Somebody on the moon... Is calling the Bureau of Missing Persons. What's the sweat, Charlie? should not you be broadcasting? Listen, Mr. Templeton, you know I'm a sober citizen, right? Mm -hmm. Never once have I broadcast with the smell of alcohol on my breath, right? Right. In all your twelve years here at the Bureau, did I once ever? What's the matter, Charlie? We're picking up a message on our wavelength. Did you report to the FCC? I ain't got the nerve. So what's wrong? You'll scream when you hear this, Mr. Timken. You'll jump right out the window, but... We are getting an SOS from the moon. Well, that's it. Our done voice to switch to Mars. The way the signal repeats sounds like a phonograph record or automatic sender of some sort. What well, what's it say? Uh, let's see here. Can you read me help Otterburn? Will contact when moon is in phase Let's have that again Can you read me help? Otterburn will contact when moon is in phase Otterburn That sounds like a name, huh? Otterburn Otterburn Wait a minute then. Something registered? Cornelius Otterburn Holy jumping, hold up Hey, where are you going? To the chief. Hey, wait a minute What are you going to tell him? We just got a you from the man in the moon? That's exactly what I am going to tell him, Charlie hey. Oh, no This got too much for me Washington Starlight, uh... let me have O'Brien on city desk. Come no, on, no, no. O'Brien? Seamus. Yeah. Charlie Starbuck, down at the missing persons drawer. You want a hot one? No kidding. It'll cost you beer, okay? All right, shoot, noodle brain. I'll stay on your wavelength for 30 seconds. Okay. We just got a radio message from the moon. Yeah. What? From the moon. Call me back when you're sober. Okay, Seamus, if you don't know a story when you see one, I... I'll send you the name of a good psychiatrist. So long, Orson Wells. How do you like that? You don't believe me. Otterburn, Mr. Wade. Now, does that name ring a bell? The old man with the photographic memory, Henry. What about Otterburn? Cornelius Otterburn, a atomic physicist, reported missing from his home in Baltimore on June fifth, nineteen forty-five. Just five years ago, vanished completely. Are you trying to tell me you really think there's something to this man of the moon business, Henry? I'm surprised at you. This is some crackpot trying to jam the airwaves. Yes, but the name Otterburn is so unusual. So there are the... a lot of names. But well, I have a theory. A... I was afraid uh... of that. Henry, you always have a theory. Let's see. What was it last year? Oh, yes. That people disappear in occupational sight. It's true. Please, I... Henry, I'm a busy man. You expect me to believe that this Otterburn is sitting up on the moon, sending out shortwave messages. Well, he might be on Earth, bouncing the messages off the moon. But who's to say he isn't on the moon? Henry, is chief of this bureau, I have my hands full trying to coordinate reports from 48 states and Alaska. I have no time to include the moon. But, Mr. Wade... Out, Henry. But Mr. Wade... Out, I'm busy. Yes. Oh, here. Take this folder of reports for the dead file. Yes, and no more nonsense, eh, Henry? Yes. Sir. I appreciate that you have a very dull job filing old missing persons reports, and I appreciate that you take an active interest in the affairs of the Bureau. But no more nonsense, eh? no, sir. No. No more nonsense. Uh, pardon me. Hmm? You are Mr. Henry Timkin. <laughs> That's my Mr. name. Permit me, Jefferson Filo, scientific feature writer. Oh, how do you do? Oh, uh, are you a newspaper man? Not exactly. I write as a hobby, okay? the papers give me leave on an assignment. If I may have a moment of your time. Certainly. Just sit down at my desk over here. Thank you. (coughs) My, that's quite a stack of papers. (laughs) Filing. I'm the record custodian of the Bureau. Twelve years and never misplaced a record. Magnificent. I admire the precise mind, Mr... Uh, uh... Timkin. Of course. Now, Mr. Timkin, Mr. O'Brien, the editor of the Star just said I might drop by and investigate a rumor. Only a rumor, mind you... The message from the, uh, moon? Well, we aren't certain it's from the moon. It, it may be a bounce. They have bounced radar waves off the moon, you know. Yes, and I know. I wrote the first newspaper article on it. Really? I'd be interested to read it. I must have a copy of my book. Well, I don't bother. I just... Oh, my insist. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you are. I'll leave it on your desk. Oh, well, thank you very much. Now, about this message from the moon, Mr. Clinton. Well, now, we don't know for sure, as I said... But I believe that this message, wherever it originates, is from Cornelius Otterburn. The physicist? Who do you know him? I once wrote an article on his contribution to nuclear mechanics. A brilliant man, Otterburn. Years ahead of his contemporaries. Mm. Well, whoever is sending those signals, if he isn't on the moon, is at least using the moon as a sounding board, bouncing the signal. But why, Mr. Timpkins, why? Well, if you will come here tomorrow night at 8, Mr. Philo... We may learn the answer to that question. Uh, I've arranged with Charlie, our radio man, to let me use the equipment. May I consider this an invitation? You certainly may. Very well, sir. Until tomorrow night, then. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Philo. Hmm. Let's see now. Aiken, Abelard, Abramson, Ronald Hatchett. Well, that's funny. Well, where does this list of names come from? Paul Arons. Astro mathematician, Robert Simons, electronic engineer, Carl Parker, mining specialist. Well, this must have got mixed up with the papers on my desk by accident. Peculiaristic meaning. Oh, good morning, Charlie. Oh, all right. Mr. See we made the papers. How? And how? And as the chief steamed up about it, he really gave me what for it. What does the paper say? Oh, mostly ha-ha. Here's the hero. Listen. Man on the moon contact missing persons bureau. Missing atomic scientists sitting on the moon, say bureau experts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What a panning. Well, no wonder Mr. Wade is hopping. Say, about tonight, Miss Timson, I don't now, know. Now, you promised you'd give me a key to the radio room. Yeah, but I didn't expect well, it. I'll take full responsibility Uh-oh, with Mr. Mr. Wade. It's time for the morning broadcast. we got quite a list today. Well, uh, mind if I listen a while, we may hear Otterburn. Why? Self conscious. Just stick around. Yes. <coughs> Attention. Attention. This is the Federal Missing Persons Bureau calling all local agencies. Nationwide. This is a coded broadcast. The following persons are missing Aaron, Dr. Paul, what? five feet five, brown hair, brown eyes, scar on left side of chin, thick glasses, Alan's. occupation, astro mathematician. Missing Listen. since 6 o'clock this morning. Being sought by Bel Air police. Uh, repeat, Dr. Paul uh, Charlie, Aaron. Off a second. Hold it. Uh, delay one minute. Listen, Mr. Tinkin, it's okay to say, but you can't interrupt now, This is important. Did you say Dr. Aaron's was reported missing this morning? 6 a.m. We got the report from Bel Air less than an hour ago. That, are you certain, Charlie? Positive. What is this? Charlie, what's the next name on the list? Uh... He's Simon's Robert, engineer. What? Came in less than 20 minutes ago. Wait. Hey, what's the matter with you? You look like you've seen a ghost. It's nothing, Charlie, except that last night, quite by accident, someone left a list of names on my desk, and that list included the names of those two men who were reported missing within the last hour. What? Oh, that don't sound right to me. Well, it isn't right, like Charlie. It seems a big question to be answered. Who would make up a list of missing persons before they were missing, not after? And you say this list of names was left on the desk accidentally? Oh, I believe so, Mister Wade. Do you have any ideas on well, It's hard to say. Mister Philo left some papers from his briefcase. Mister Philo, oh, uh, a science feature writer. I see. You were the leak on that story, then? Well, yes, sir. I'm afraid I was. I didn't think it would be treated as a laughing matter. Uh, we'll I, uh, deal with that later. Yes. What's this fighter like? Well, he's, he's a strange old duck, bald, thick glasses, tall. He walks stooped over. Uh, seems to know a great deal about scientific data, but, of course, being a science writer, he Is would. there any other possibility? Uh, I believe that this is all hooked up with the broadcast from Otterburn. That seems to be a very remote possibility. <clears throat> a missing persons bureau deals in remote possibilities mr Wade I do not require a statement of policy yes sir. what's the theory well, for some time now it has been my contention that in a country like ours where even the cleverest criminal can be ferreted out and located eventually there is no such thing as a missing person <sighs> I was afraid of that now, uh, for 12 years now I have the central files where information from all over the country is channeled and recorded I have made a private study this is beginning to sound familiar and I have discovered that each year, literally thousands of persons vanish, leaving no trace. They are never located. Where do they go? Nobody knows. And? And they disappear in interesting cycles. What sort of cycles? Occupations, for example. One year, we'll have a run on, well, say, coal miners. Next year, the proportion of engineers increases. And then, scientists. What do you think happens, Henry? I don't know, Mr. Wade, but I'm beginning to suspect that somebody else has discovered the same phenomenon... Even to the point, perhaps, of being able to predict who will turn up among the missing next. Philo, Oh, I don't know. But I would like to find out. And you think Otterburn may be a part of this picture? Mr. Wade, I definitely do. Henry, do you honestly expect me to buy an idea like that? It is more than an idea. The two top men on this list are missing, and... Maybe so, but the rest of them aren't. Parker, Watson, Gibbs... Why, I saw Parker in the restaurant where I had lunch today. Yes, but... And if you think I'm going to make myself a laughing stock by accepting such a cracked brain theory... Well, I... Excuse me. Yes. Hello, wait speaking. Yes. Yes. I see. Uh, what name? Uh, just a moment. Uh, Henry, let me see that list again. Uh, here you are, sir. Go ahead. I see. I'll get back to you. I, uh... Yes, I owe you an apology, Henry. Sir? Carl Parker was just reported missing. What? third man on your list. Holy mackerel. Exactly. Henry, for a good many years now, I've ridiculed these theories of yours. I don't know. Perhaps I've underestimated you. Maybe this time you've really stumbled onto something. What do you intend to do, Mr. Wade? I don't know. I haven't thought it out yet. Well, I-, I was planning to listen for another broadcast tonight in the hope that Otterburn might try to contact us again. Good idea. I believe I'll join you. I also invited Mr. Philo, the feature writer. Oh? i will be glad to meet him. I'm beginning to get interested in you, Mr. Philo. Mr. Wade, you don't think that he's it. mixed up in this? Yes. I don't know, Henry. But it suddenly strikes me that we don't know very much about him, really. But, but perhaps we ought to contact the police. No, Henry. Uh, I no. think we're better off keeping this between ourselves for the moment. We're dealing with the unknown. In solving an equation for the X factor, it's often easier to limit the number of terms. You follow me? I don't know, Mr. Wade. I... There may be more danger in what you have discovered than you are aware of. Let's keep it quiet. Do you agree? Maybe you're right, Mr. Wade. I, I haven't thought of the danger involved. <laughs> Fuck. That's when Mr. Filer was late. Well, he said he'd be here. He strikes me as a man who keeps appointments. Look out the window. Yes. The moon is almost in direct phase. I can't wait much longer. Well, it's a perfectly clear night for transmission. If anybody's sending, we ought to pick it up with this equipment. You'd better switch on to set. Yes. I never realized how eerie this office could be when it was I empty. I'll put the light in the hall for Mr. Pilot when he comes. Are you getting anything? Oh, just some foreign stuff, I think. <laughs> Tonight's programming from Johannesburg, South Africa. We continue What's yes, the peculiar transmission sound? Uh, uh, oh, that sounds like something. See if I can work the selection. The moon is in phase. Yes. Hello, uh, Can you hear me? Uh, I'll try to return. Hello? Hello? Hello, Uh, uh Hello, do you hear me? Uh, i get you now. Thank you. Who are you? Can you hear me? Who are you? This is Professor Cornelius Otterburn. Hello. Uh, go on. I hear you. Not much time. They're on to me. They've located my sending point. You hear me? Uh, go ahead. Keep talking. I've only enough oxygen for a few minutes more. Well, where are you? I'm on the Earth side of the Moon. You get that? The Earth side of the Moon. A volcanic crater. Good. Start that recorder, Mr. Wade. Uh, go on. Explain, please. Explain, please. Listen closely. There is an Earth Earth colony on the moon. There is an Earth colony on the far side of the moon made up of renegade scientists, and criminals. Pro- Professor Ernst Hoffman... He died in an insane asylum in 1938. Professor Ernst Hoffman discovered nuclear rocket power in 1935, turned his plans over to escape inmates of the asylum, they, they took off and set up a colony on the far side of the moon in 1938. Uh, go, go ahead. We're recording you. Each year, they recruit oh. new colonists, colonists from Earth. L- slave labor, mostly. Uh, I was kidnapped in 1945. I, I, I know. i keep talking. They wanted me to work on atomic drive for their flying kids. Uh, Still getting you. Go on. Last month. Six others that I escaped. I speak louder. You. you've got to stop them. Stop them. Who? The moon colony planning to take over the Earth. invasion. Uh, Hang on. There's no, there's no oxygen. Hard to, to breathe. Hey, listen. They. they have agents on Earth. You Agents on Earth? Where? Who? Uh, hello? 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 Ages? Henry, yeah. look out. Light. Someone at the window, get down. Henry, are you all right? I, 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 I think so. The shot smashed the transmitter. Time the light. Strike a match. Careful. It was close. I got a look at him. In the description, it was your Mr. Pilo. he got a recording anyway. But, but not the most important part of the message. Poor Otterberg. Suffocating to death. Henry, we've got to get you out of here. He said they have agents. Philo is probably one of them. he will be looking for you now, trying to kill you. But the police... Do you think the police would believe a fantastic story like this? People being kidnapped to the moon as slave labor? Moon colony planning an invasion of the earth? But, Henry, believe me, they'd, they'd trap us into straitjackets before we could finish. Well, we've got to do something. We need time. Time to oh, oh, You pull. don't think my theory is done, something. I know it wasn't, Henry. Right now, my only concern is for your safety. But we can't walk out of here. Philo's probably waiting. Listen. There's a service elevator that leads to the basement garage. Yeah? We can get down there. There are some delivery trucks parked there all night. We can probably get one started. The garage door is off the ramp. works from the inside. We'll start the mechanism and make a run. I, I don't know. I think if we call the police... By the time we'll... the police get here, we'll be dead. You think Final will wait outside all night? Come on. That's an order. Okay. But what about the recording of Otterburn's notes? We'll leave that here in, in this safe in my office. They'll never get into that. Let's go. You bust the elevator while I hide the recording. <laughs> The Come on. Get to the side. Yes. Shh. Let's try that delivery truck over there. I get in. All right, Henry. You start the mechanism to open the garage door, then jump on the truck. Yes. We'll make a dash for it. Where can we go? I have a farm outside Chevy Chase. It's private. Miles from the nearest neighborhood. It's completely hidden by trees. We'll run for that. Go ahead. Stop the door. All right. In. close your fingers He turned with us. Can he go faster? Not much faster. Well, he's gaining on us. I've got an idea. Hang on, Henry. Why'd you stop? I'll turn off the lights. <sighs> <sighs> it worked. He shot right past us. Now we'll double back and go out another route. anything, I think we've lost it. Good. I think everything's going to be all right now. We can bit my pound in less than an hour. Not much longer now. Is anyone behind us? I-, I thought I saw the blue poop again, but I, I just mistaken. Whew. This place is really hot in the wilderness. You can stay here indefinitely, so we'll figure out the next thing. Now, just up this third road now. There's the house up ahead. You're not going toward it. No, I have a better idea. There's a big abandoned wheat fallow on my ground. Down the hollow where it can't be seen except in the air. Neither then, the oak trees shield it. We'll hide you out there. Now, we leave the truck here. We love this scene. Come on. Yes. How, how, how did you ever find this place, Mr. Wade? I've always liked seclusion. I bought it about 12 years ago. i up here in the summertime to get away from it. Uh... There's the silo. It's certainly well hidden. There's a small door around the side. Come on. The capital of those bushes. Uh, yes. I'd have seen in the dark. Do you suppose Philo will find us? I assure you, Henry, Mr. Philo will never find us here. Not in a million years. Yes. Here's the door. It's pitch dark. Oh, my arm. I know the way. This is an unusual silos, double walled, wood outside and steel inside? Completely fireproof. An army couldn't break it. We're inside in a shell. Careful. Yes. We're in a circular room. Stay here a moment. I'll go outside and see if the coast is clear. In a moment, your eyes will become accustomed to the darkness. I'll bring back some food and water. Uh, well, don't be long, Mr. Wade. I this place gives me the willies Just a moment. in here. It's Mark. I want Mr. Wade. Mr. Wade, let me out. I'm not alone in here. Mr. Wade. This must be a light switch. Thank God. Go. People. 10, 15, 20. Mr. Wade, out It will do you no good to shout, Henry. Mr. Wade, where are you? Outside. Speaking over the intercom. There's a the way there are people in here. Fifteen or twenty of them, they're... They're just sitting like standing, just, just staring at me. They won't hurt you, Henry. What? They've all been drugged. They're even more helpless than you. But... but who, who are they? Let me to introduce them, Henry. Since they're currently unable to introduce themselves. The gentleman seated before you, the one with the scars, is Dr. Paul Aaron, the astro-mathematician. Next to him is Mr. Robert Simon, electronic engineer. He was on the list. Yes. You're familiar with the rest. They've all been, uh, shall we say, recruited for work with Professor Halsman's group on the moon. moon? Then you... You... are one of them. Of course. Oh, yes. There's one whose name was not on our list. If you'll turn around, Henry, you'll recognize the drugged form of your old friend, Mr. Pilot. <laughs> Silo, but I... I'm sorry. That he was part of the conspiracy? No. On the contrary. his moving made it necessary for us to include put the man in the window, the one who fired the shot. An agent of mine. The pilot of this ship. Ship? What ship? This Silo is camouflaged for a rocket launching platform. In a moment, the roof will slide back for the rocket's takeoff. A rocket journey. ship? In exactly 70 hours, you and your companions will join Professor Otterburn on the moon. But you, you, this to me. We have done it, Henry. No. You see, there was another name omitted in that list, which no. I carelessly mixed up with no. your paper no. that of no. Henry Timpkins. No. Bon voyage. I won't let you do this, you Last night, the following person, Timpkins Henry, age 45, height 5 feet 8, 165 pounds, brown eyes, slightly bald. moment, a word about next week's adventure. Tonight, by transcription, X-1 has brought you The Man in the Moon, an original radio drama written by George Leffert, featured in The Cat, where Louis Van Rooten as Henry, Santos Ortega as the Chief, Ross Martin as Charlie, Sidney Smith as Otterburn, Bob Haig as Jake, Joe DeSantis as Philo, and Ed Lackmer as O'Brien, your announcer Fred Collins. X-1 was directed by Fred Way and is an NBC Radio Network production. And now, next week, the sign on the window said, The Wonderful Dolls. A woman and a child waited outside. The little girl staring eagerly through the window and the woman glancing impatiently at her wristwatch as if expecting someone who was late for an appointment. And there was nothing about Polygie's doll shop to warn them that they were waiting to keep an appointment with Doom at... X... X... Minus... 1... 1...